So last week I asked a question and that question was, if you could live a life without fear, without hesitation, without anything that, you know, is stopping you, what would your life look like? Who would you be hanging out with? Um, what would your, you know, successes be? What are things that you would have achieved? Um, you know, and I'm not necessarily like talking about what would you have specifically, right? So a lot of times when we hear that question, we might think, oh, I would have this kind of car. I would have this kind of house or, you know, no, I'm saying like, who would you be? What are the things that like, if there's somebody in your life that you're like, man, like I, I wish I was brave enough to do that. Right. Or I wish I was strong enough to do that. You know, those types of things or the things that we look at it, it within ourselves and we say I just wish that I didn't do this or I wish that I could be free from that right those type of things and if you weren't here for that question or um, maybe you didn't answer that question I want you to really think about that now what would be required of you to be able to be that person you know what is holding you back um, would you have to try something new? Would you have to learn to say no? Would you have to learn to say yes? You know, like what are those things that are keeping you from being that person? Was the answer to that question fear? Because if it was, then yes, like obviously that is the answer. However, there is a more specific answer. The thing that stops us from going after those things or making those changes or doing what's required to be that person that we want to be, the thing that is stopping us from doing that has a name. And I'm not even necessarily referring to the enemy. While yes, he can contribute, there is something else and it has a specific name and it is a big reason as to why you have struggled to be able to be that person. What I am talking about is called your protective personality. So let's chat about it. Can you imagine a life full of peace instead of anxiety? Or a life where you can feel freedom and joy instead of fear of always being hurt? A life where you can actually experience healthy relationships instead of always feeling alone? It's time that you do. It's time that you break free from the lies you've always believed and lean into who you were designed to be. It's time that you start truly walking into your healing journey so that you are finally able to experience what it's like to feel peace in your pieces. You were absolutely right when you said fear was what was stopping you. Or maybe you didn't say fear, but you know deep down that it is fear. That is absolutely right. Protective personalities are centered around fears. They're centered around the pain and the things that we experience at one point in our life and that we are afraid to experience again. But what happens is our limbic system, this is where these things are formed, spins it as a way of protection. We are led to believe that if we do take the necessary steps to have that life, to be that person, to make those changes in our lives, that we are 100% guaranteed, no ifs, ands, or buts, that 
we are going to feel more pain, more rejection, all of the, th the loss, whatever it was um, that we had experienced previously, we are led to believe that that will happen again if we take a leap of faith, if we step out of that fear. Another word to describe protective personalities is control. Control and fear go hand in hand if we're not striving to overcome it. If we are just allowing fear to tell us what we should or shouldn't do, then this is also a form of control. It's easier for us to know that, okay, I'm putting myself in a situation that even though I know that it's unhealthy, it's familiar, right? Even though I know I shouldn't be walking this way, I at least know what the outcome is going to be. So I'm going to continue to live this way, right? But if we don't know, if, if there's a 50-50 chance, we may get hurt, we may not get hurt. If we allow ourselves to experience anything other than these expectations of something bad happening, then that means it's going to hurt even worse. So because we are afraid of experiencing that worse pain or the unexpected pain, then we allow ourselves to stay stuck in these really unhealthy places that is being controlled by fear, right? Which is thus we're controlling kind of the amount of pain that we are going, are going to experience. And this is a big, big, big reason why a lot of people stay in very unhealthy, toxic, narcissistic type relationships. As children, these protective personalities present themselves as good, as safe. They give us, they bring us comfort and peace because we know that, okay, um, one example that I've used before is, um, you know, what our limbic system was specifically designed for, um, which was if a child goes to a hot stove and they burn themselves, they know the next time that they touch some or they feel something hot they need to get away from it because the last time it hurt really bad so it they lean into it they they learn we not they we learn to trust those instincts right we learn to we we lean into them and we say okay I know that this led to something bad this is unsafe territory so I'm gonna stay away from it but the same thing has happened with us emotionally. So whenever we experiencing experience something that feels familiar to something that has led to pain or trauma of any sort, our limbic systems where we lean into them, we learn to trust those protective personalities, um, which they're not necessarily always starting out as protective personalities. Um, they just become protective personalities, right? So um, they're, they're things we tell ourselves to stop us from going down a path that we believe our limbic system believes is going to lead to more pain. So we lean into those, we trust those instincts, those feelings, and we say, not, you know, I'm, I'm gonna trust my gut, I'm gonna trust my instincts, and I'm not gonna go that way, right? I'm gonna stay where I know that it's safe, right? But what happens is, as we age, we start to want more. And honestly, even as kids, technically, we still want more. But I feel like as, as we develop, we're such in survival mode that that's all we really care about. But at some point, we reach this point where the stuff that's be, been pushed in our subconscious, because we've been consciously living in protection mode, right? That stuff 
We start to long for it. We start to see other people have it. We start to desire things or, or have this unfulfillment inside of us. We see others living in peace or joy or what we think is peace and joy. The reality is most people are not, but you're going to potentially meet somebody that's going to make you want more than what you currently have. And when we stay stuck in these places where we're, we're trusting our gut, we're following our instincts, right? Um, unless you've walked through healing, unless you're being guided by Jesus, your instincts, your gut is that protective personality. It's, it's all coming from your limbic system. It's all being centered around fear and it's all being centered around trying to protect you. So what happens is we, we wind up in these states of depression, anxiety, isolation, all or nothing thinking, you know, we just, we feel alone and we feel empty and we feel unfulfilled and it's just not fun. It's not, we don't want to live there anymore. You know, we get tired of that place. And I'm here to tell you that that is not how, that that is not the life that we were designed to live. That is not at all the design and the plan and the purpose for our life. Call it what you want. Your gut, intuition, protective personality, limbic system, it doesn't matter. The fact is, is that it should never be trusted fully. You should always be playing detective and figuring out where is this coming from? Where is this feeling coming from? Because the reality is, if you're somebody who's like, nope, I'm always, I've always trusted my gut. I've always trusted my intuition. And it's, you know, it's always protected me and it's always right and all this stuff. Let me take you back to season one, episode one and say, red flag, red flag. Okay. Because what's happening is always is an all-inclusive statement. Always, never, those words are a huge red flag that you are in a very, very unhealthy place mentally. If you are always finding yourself with the same outcome, in the same situations, with the same people, right? If your intuition really is right, then one or two things is happening. Either you are always putting yourself in unhealthy situations, with unhealthy people, which is what we talked about earlier, where you stay in a familiar place because of a form of control, because of fear, right? You're either in that position or you're in a position to where you have such high expectations of human beings to fulfill every single need that you are finding yourself always disappointed. Because again, that is, we've talked about this so many times, Humans will always fail us. Humans were not designed to meet at all of our needs. You will never find a single person in this world that can meet all of your needs. And so when you have that expectation and then it ends up not happening, you want to call it intuition, but that's just real life. <laughs> that's just what happens when you put all of your, all of your needs in the hands of another wounded person. So what do we do in order to be able to take back that control and to be able to walk into those new experiences with a different mindset or outlook? If you've been around for a while, then you probably answered this correctly when you said awareness. Awareness is something that we understand as the fundamental key <laughs> to help you be able to heal. The first step 
and the first thing that we need to be aware of here is everything that we just said and everything that has been mentioned in pretty much every episode so far. And then you need to come into a place of agreement with it. You have to be able to understand yourself, understand humanity, understand who God is, to be able to take all of this information and when you start to experience things that feel like intuition or your gut or any of those things, right? To be able to recognize who, who are you listening to? Something I learned uh, while in school, and it was actually more of when I was becoming certified to teach Genesis, which is the counseling program to help people overcome addictions. Um, when I was going through that, something that was said is that the hard thing to do is usually the right thing to do. And typically, when we, especially when we are extremely wounded still, we haven't even started walking into healing, um, what you're going to be able to recognize as God is typically going to be that voice telling you to do the thing that's hard, to follow through, to try something new. There's, and I, here's the deal, I guarantee that you do feel these things, but, you, but it, you're so focused on the fear and not focused on what am I listening to, who is telling me this, right? You're, when you switch that and you start with that mindset of, okay, who, who is telling me this? Where is this coming from? Then you're going to recognize that God has always been there nudging you. God has always been there trying to love on you, trying to um, show you that there's another way. But you have shut it out. And... So what we need to do now is bring this awareness up of, okay, no, like I need to take what I've learned, take these tools, take this information and really evaluate, is this voice, is this thing that I'm hearing, this thought, is this something that is going to keep me stuck where I'm at now? Or is this something that is going to challenge me? Because what happens is once we learn and are able to look past fear, we can find peace. The next thing that you want to be aware about is who's your protective personality. Understand why it's there and understand that it's not a monster, okay? The enemy will poke at our limbic system. The enemy will remind us of things that make us feel bad about ourselves that make us feel insecure you know those types of things that's when you know it's the enemy but your limbic system is not the enemy here your limbic system is just it's kind of like a really good system that the flesh in us got in the way of <laughs> it's it's a good system it's there for a reason so it's not the enemy it's not bad it's just been misused. And so what we want to do is be able to recognize what it's been doing, why it's there, and then even maybe thank it for doing what it's been trying to do, for trying to protect you. You know, its goal is not to hurt you more, right? Its goal is not for you to have depression. That's the enemy's goal, but that's not your limbic system's goal. So when you have the awareness and understand like this is who this voice is this is why it's there right we give the enemy too much credit i think sometimes 
when you can separate that and you can be like, okay, I see why you were there, but I don't need you anymore. That is such a, that is such a healing moment. Oh my gosh. Like I myself walked through it and it is such a healing moment. We're now at a place to where we're able to recognize that, okay, I can't put all of my eggs in everybody else's basket, right? I can't sit here and rely on everybody to meet my needs. I can't rely on everybody to bring me joy or, or bring me peace or bring me fulfillment, right? We understand that we do have a plan and we do have a purpose and that if we continue listening to this protective personality and we continue to live by trusting our gut and our intuition, right? That we're going to stay stuck. So we take all of this information and we release ourselves from it. But how do you know who your protective personality is? Maybe you understand the fears you have. Maybe you understand the situations you went through. Maybe you can see how there are coping mechanisms from those situations. But what the heck is a protective personality? So in that genesis process that I've mentioned that I'm certified to take people through, um, they there's a whole chapter about protective personalities and there's a long list of different names and there's a whole exercise on you know how to surrender that and how to break through from that and you know make it to where it doesn't need to have that control over your life and your mind and your thoughts and everything anymore and I want to take you guys through that exercise because I think that it was it's, it's extremely freeing but because of time I don't want this to be super long and so what I'm gonna do is just save it for next week and use this episode as a way to brace you for that so that way you can come in next week or whenever you listen to it and you can come with this awareness and not be stuck behind a wall right so make sure before you listen to that that you are at a place to where you are ready to do this exercise, um, that you're ready to walk into the next part of healing, even though it might feel scary, right? Um, you're tired of staying the same and you're ready for that next part of your life and you're ready to find that plan and that purpose for your life. Um, make sure you're at that point before you continue on because this exercise is only going to be able to help you if you allow yourself to truly walk through it. I think it's important that you definitely have a journal next week. Um, I think that you should have a journal every week, if I'm being honest. My goal with this is that you are going to be able to now move forward and recognize who is telling you what you're hearing, right? The, the thoughts that you're having, those, those feelings you're having, and the emotions that are coming from them. I want you to be able to be able to play detective and immediately, like it's not going to happen immediately right from the bat. This is gonna take practice, but over time what we wanna do is be able to immediate, immediately recognize where that thought is coming from so it cannot have control over us. So with this journal I mentioned, um, it would probably be smart between now and, and when you listen to the next one, hopefully there's a little bit of time in there. If not, if you're listening to even listening to these back to back, I would recommend pausing and, and writing things down. But um, I want you to really evaluate your thoughts. And um, I'm not necessarily saying that you have to play detective and figure it all out right now, but really like every day, 
I want you to just be writing down what did you think that day? What were your what was your thought life like that day? You know, was it full of encouragement? Was it full of anxiety? Was it full of all or nothing thinking? Were you in a negative mindset? You know, what were the thoughts that you were hearing? But while you're writing that down, also write down what happened. You know, what situations did you face? And and what were the things that happened throughout the day? Did you have any situations where you wanted to say something but didn't in fear? Or that there was a reaction you had and you knew you shouldn't have had it? You know, write these types of things down. And then kind of, what was the goal, right? So, um, you reacted a certain way or didn't react a certain way to a situation. What was your, what was the purpose of that reaction or lack of reaction? While doing this, you can experience some resistance because it is, it is hard. Healing is hard. You know, doing things you're, you've never done before or things that feel unfamiliar or things that, you know, have led you to pain in the past. Like, it's hard and can lead to a lot of resistance, but you need to remember your why. Okay, you need to remember why you're here and why you're doing this, right? You want to feel peace. You want to feel freedom. You don't want to be stuck in depression. Like whatever it is going on that you want to just be released from, that is your why. And you have to hold on to that because being able to see and understand yourself and your thoughts and, and all of that gives you the ability to control how you act, what you say, what you believe, right? We said this last week. You can't always control your thoughts, but you can control the outcome from that, right? You, Your emotions, those thoughts you have can, can bring on emotions and you can choose in that moment to say, I don't believe this. I may feel this, but I don't believe this. And that is powerful. And that will help you get to healing. You may fall, you may need to take breaks, but it, it's fine. You just keep going. Don't ever stop. You were created with a purpose. And I want to see you find that purpose. It is amazing. I'm not saying that you'll never live a life without any pain or anything. Like you're still going to face trials, tribulations, all of the things we always will until Jesus comes back. But when you know you're walking in purpose and you know your why and you understand that you're not alone and you understand that you are loved beyond measure, nobody can, can permanently hurt you, right? Nobody has that control over you anymore. Next week is going to feel deep, but it's very freeing. And so I am excited to walk through that with you. Um, don't forget about our Monday night zooms at 8 30 central time make sure when you do listen to the next episode you allow yourself to um, be in a safe space with an open mind and a journal i'm just so excited that you're here and proud of how far you have come and so i hope that you have the best week ever if you need anything at all make sure you find me on my socials and i will see you next week bye friend